Uh, no? Have you bought the coat that's in the cart that you had promised yourself that whenever you hooked up with the new job, you could buy the coat? The dusty blush pink yeah. triolet coat from Patagonia. It's time. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. The Safe Haven has recently shape-shifted into a bi-weekly release with alternating bi-weekly releases of a segment called Road Trip, where my friend Jennifer Porter and I have the kinds of chats that you'd have with a bestie on a road trip. Jen got a new job. So today we get to hear all of the details about her new job, which will be two weeks on, one week off in the mountains at a heli ski lodge. But what does living out of a suitcase feel like this time around? This ping pong style conversation covers everything from whether or not Jen is in fact a kitchen crow or a kitchen glaucous winged gull to whether or not we sleep with socks on or not. (laughs) We talk about the importance of fitted sheets and why sleeping without one is a matter of compromise. This one's fun, so buckle up. But before we jump into today's drive, I wanted to remind you how much we would love it if you could follow the Safe Haven on your podcast app. Leaving a rating or writing a written review helps us reach more people and show other listeners and podcasters that we're legit. Every single one helps. So if you haven't done so, we'd be so appreciative if you did. Here we go. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls with a huge passion for travel and chasing the unordinary. You know those podcasts that you listen to that you feel like you're hanging out on the couch with a friend or on a long road trip chatting with your bestie? That's what we've created and we want you to come along for the ride. Sometimes it'll just be us and other times we will pick up a friend along the way for some additional insights. In each road trip episode, we'll be sharing a variety of insights and perspectives, lessons and memories from our lives. Sometimes we may cry, but we will laugh way more, honoring every emotion that comes up authentically. That is what road trips with your besties are for. So grab a snack, pop in those earbuds, and buckle up. Guess what, friend? I'm driving again because you have lost a share. The last time we were in the van, you had just quit your job, and now you have a new one. Fill me in. Yes, queen. Jen, congratulations. Thank you. I am very excited. So pause. As a reminder for anyone listening, hey, if you're new and you're in the van, happy to have you. You quit your job without another job lined up. Yes, I quit my job. I resigned from my job, quit my Mm -hmm. job, however we want to say, Mm -hmm. before I came on a week off. Yes. Where I went to visit you. Yes. For Turkey. (laughs) And yes, I just knew for my own good that I needed to do something and I was pretty confident in a month I could in the month's notice that I gave my employer because I am a good person that I could figure something out Mm -hmm. and holy I've figured something out um in like a day and a half yeah yeah so a big thing about me quitting my job is I was trying to figure out like what I'm passionate about because I had lost my passion hopefully temporarily Mm -hmm. but in the events industry specifically in weddings and I needed to shift gears Mm -hmm. hospitality is all I know so plot twist spoiler alert my new job is still in hospitality 
Um, but yes, I was like, what do I love? And I knew that I loved mountains and I knew that I loved snowboarding. And so I accepted a position with CMH, Canadian Mountain Holidays, as the assistant lodge manager at their most exclusive heli ski lodge for the winter of 2021. 2022 which is so exciting congratulations I am over the moon I am thrilled Mm -hmm. um because I definitely wanted to round out my hotel experience and yes sure my title says that I am the assistant lodge manager but don't be fooled I will be bartending I will be serving I will be doing everything related to hospitality I will likely also probably scrub a toilet Last time we were in the van, when you were in Nakus visiting, you were also mentioning that rounding out your hospitality experiences and opportunities would look like that. I just can't believe the way that this is lined up. Oh, I've literally fallen into everything that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Incredible. So I manifested. I did a lot of manifesting. And I owe a lot of this actually to a good friend of mine who already works for CMH. And she said, Jen... Like, you need to work for CMH. You'd be a perfect fit for this company. And I haven't even started working for the company yet. And I feel so valued and appreciated. Mm. So, yes, I will be in Banff November 7th or 8th to start training. And then I will be going to the lodge. Super exciting. And I will be working two weeks on. Yep. One week off. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I can do what I want on my week off. So I can go... On a quick and cheerful or a quick and dirty to Mexico, I could <laughs> go hang out in Golden with some friends and go snowboarding. Come see me. I could come back and see you. I can go home to Ontario for a quick trip. So many road trips. Yeah. Yeah. Every every two weeks I'm on a road trip mm-hmm. because where I'm going is a small town called Valmont. Mm-hmm. Never been there. All I know is it's one and a half hours east of Jasper and about four and a half hours northwest of Banff. Mm -hmm. And I just know that there's a heli ski lodge there. And you're going to have an incredible time. I mean, I hope so. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, It sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, heli skiing has always been on my bucket list. Um, I mean, I snowboard, but we still just refer to it as heli skiing. So, I mean, I don't really have a lot of expectations. I'm really going into this with an open mind because I have no idea. But I think this two weeks on, one week off at a heli lodge, like I think that it's going to be a little bit more nomad style than I've ever done before because while I'm at work, so with my two weeks on, I have a place to stay. I have my own room, da, da, da. But at the end of the two weeks, I leave that room, I pack up. So all of my things have to go into storage and I am taking two suitcases it's so funny because I look around before I left I was like just looking around my apartment packing to when I was coming to see you and you saw the stuff I brought like I don't pack light and I love to pack all the useless shit so the useless shit's gonna be in storage (laughs) Like, I can't have books. I just need a Kindle now. Well, it was funny because we were even in the bookstore and there were so many different books that you were like, oh, I love this. I really want this. No, I can't have it. I can't have it because then it's going to have to be in storage. Yeah. 
Like what a great mindset. I feel like we should all just be super transient in our minds as to where we're actually going to be moving around. And that's like making you be super minimalistic. Yeah. I mean, I guess every two weeks I pack up. I I, I actually really don't know. You're winging it. I'm winging it. Um, But I think this is going to be a really incredible opportunity. I think I'm going to have a really good chance to meet some really incredible people. And I'm going to have a chance to work alongside some very like passionate hospitality professionals and really, you know, polish my skills. Mm -hmm. I've heard really great things about it, about the company itself. So I'm really stoked for you. Yeah. And I mean, so come the beginning of May, I don't have a job. I'm not worried Mm -hmm. because... Yeah, like I'm I'm working hard all winter. So it's kind of like summertime can now be my downtime mm-hmm. where for the last ever that I've known, summer's always been the time where you like hustle because maybe you had a summer job in college and you were hustling to be like, okay, I need to make spending money for school, like the upcoming school year or when you're in hospitality, like living in the destinations that I've lived, summertime is like the busiest time. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into like weddings, people always want to get married in summer. So it's like summer has always been a grind for me. Mm-hmm. And that's like one thing I loved about the summer, summer 2020 that I spent in Ontario. I was basically retired. It kind of <laughs> felt nice. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I have no idea what this looks like to work two weeks on, one week off living out of a suitcase I don't know maybe there's a dresser I can unpack into but I don't really care no no I think too that as you should be because I think that after the six months to be able to just kind of wrap your head around it and go okay I've got this I can totally do this again to potentially have that opportunity again I feel like your personality and desire for travel and desire for new and exciting vibes incredibly well with this Well, I've always kind of wondered how I can make a life work of like, because for the last 10 years, I've been going between, so like the last 10 years, my first stint, so 2011 to 2015, I spent in Lake Louise. Mm -hmm. 2015 to 2019, I spent on the West Coast. Then I went back to Lake Louise, went to Ontario briefly, and then I went back out to the West Coast. So like, I've been going between the West Coast and the mountains for the last 10 years, And I've always thought like it would be a dream or like I would feel like I've made it in life if I could figure out how to make the two work. Well, this is it. This kind of seems like it could be it. Mm -hmm. Any hesitations? Um, I mean, I did have to wrap my head like not having like a place that's home. It's kind of like home. Home is essentially where I lay my head at night now. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Like I, I, yeah, I hope they have a bathtub. That will be a deal breaker, won't it? Well, I can't not take a job to to, to advance my career. Sorry, you guys don't have a bathtub long enough for me to lay in and eat my pizza while I read my roomie quotes. Yeah, <laughs> then maybe not. But um, yeah, that's kind of the only thing I'm hopeful of. And like, I hope the bed is comfortable. Mm. Maybe I could ask what size the bed is because I have a queen size feather bed that I could take with me. The beauty of all of this is, uh-huh. is I have a soccer mom car. I was just going to say that. The so, beauty of it is that your vehicle is big enough that you can put a lot of your stuff in it. And if I got to go heli skiing for one line all winter, 
my expectations would be through the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even describe the feeling I feel that I would feel taking off in a helicopter, landing in untouched powder and snowboarding. Like, <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> like, wait, pause. You just told me the funniest story earlier about being, what did you call it? The kitchen crow? Oh, yeah, I'm a kitchen crow. <laughs> When you just said chef's kiss, I was like, I will never forget that story about you eating half of the chef's sandwich. (laughs) Yes. So at my current job that I have resigned from, from my office to go like upstairs, I will always pass by the kitchen and see just what's cooking. And I always have my my nose in the air and I'm kind of like sniffing around. And I've actually told chef, I'm like, chef, I'm like the kitchen crow because if there's something to be tasted, well, you better like I. Yeah. And then one day I was standing like chatting with chef and he had a fish sandwich and he starts cutting it in half. And like in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just easier for him to eat. Like, you know, a lot of people cut sandwiches in half. And he's like, did you want half? And I was like, I mean, don't tempt me with a good time. (laughs) And then he's like, I know, Jen, I know. And I'm like, "Okay, so you're also aware I'm the kitchen crow? And he's like, well, I don't want to put it that way, but yeah. (laughs) Okay, I can't stop thinking about the fact that I see these kind of scavengers more as a seagull or a glockist wing gull. Oh, yes. Over a crow. So I'm like, kitchen, (laughs) GWG. I mean, crow fits, but. Okay, just call me a glockist winged gull. (laughs) I like kitchen. (laughs) I wonder what the scientific word for turkey is. Mm. considering after we had turkey we were ready to pass out from all the turpentine oh my gosh <laughs> you just about killed me when you said that you're like what's that t-word turpentine i was like um tryptophan <laughs> <laughs> it does make you tired though oh yeah that turkey like it got to me but um yeah i just i'm really over the moon for this new job and i'm like Kind of, it's a whole new experience Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going into it with a really open mind. I know it's going to be hard work. Like I know when I'm working, like I'm there for two weeks and I work for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So definitely that week off will be lovely. But yeah, I am just so excited. My boss is Swiss. Well, I don't know if he's my boss, but like, yeah, one of my bosses, I'm like, So, like, that's kind of cool. Like, European hospitality as well is, like, next level. Mm -hmm. And just the clientele that we have there is, like, the 1% of the 1% of people. So, like, they're into fine wine and they're into, like, really nice cocktails. They're eating four to five course dinners every night. So, I'm really excited to, like, learn more about wine and, like, mix up my or sorry not mix up but learn but learn a lot more about wine and you know polish up my bartending skills and mm-hmm. I don't know maybe I'll even learn how to do hosp- hospital corners on a bed when I make beds oh I remember how to do those do you yes because my mother taught me when I was young I do like I do it now absolutely not life is too short for hospital folks no I just stuff all the sheets underneath 100% actually at this point we don't even use a sheet because Riley gets way too hot and then I just kicked it off anyway. So it's just like, mm, well. You don't use a sheet? Like a I top know, sheet? I know. I feel like I can't not because well, it keeps it's kind the duvet of cover clean. Compromise. Yeah. This is where we're at. 
I guess that's what <laughs> when you were talking in a relationship. You have to compromise. That's it. Well, you were talking last drive about things that we learn to compromise with in a relationship or about how when you see a wedding day, you don't see the things that people are fighting about. This was never a fight. But let me tell you that duvet cover things. I am all for a top sheet, a flat sheet. Like that's what I'm all about. I'm all about the bedding. Keep me cozy. Keep me warm. Uh, one leg out is perfect for air conditioning. Two legs out is too cold. Two legs in, too hot. So I can do that. The I other- have a question. Do you sleep with socks on? No. No. Yeah, you do? Sometimes. No. Mm-mm. No, because then they move the sheets around weird. Can I address one thing? Yes. That our brains have gone from talking about my new job <laughs> opportunity to duvet covers and top sheets and fitted sheets like I don't know if, if you don't sleep with a fitted sheet I I don't even know if I could talk to you <laughs> and now we're talking about one leg out or two legs out and if we sleep with socks on but this is our ADHD reality it is of scattered minds I know I have done this new thing recently so I learned that the biggest pores in our body mm. are on the bottom of our feet remember my hobbit feet Yes, your hobbit feet that you had the mocks on the wrong feet. I understand. My flat, flat feet. (laughs) Yes. So before I go to bed, I rub a cream on my feet. It's lavender and patchouli. Mmm. But it's cannabis cream. Okay. And oh. Does it knock you right out? Knocks me out, relaxes me, especially after an event day when my bunion is just pounding in pain. You have a bunion already? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I've got a bunion already. Does it hurt? After an event day, yes. Like my entire body hurts after an event day. Mm-hmm. Well, the place I work has like, it's concrete floors everywhere. And like, ugh. But anyways, this cream. Oh, what a dream. Mm-hmm. You can get it at Chapters. No way. Yep. We're going to take a quick pit stop here for gas. So take a big stretch, jump around, grab something to nourish yourself with and enjoy a quick break while we fill up. Okay, one of my friends, she sent me a screenshot and she's listening and she's going to know exactly who she is. And I love this person. Sent me a screenshot. Did you know that Indigo Chapters sells vibrators? Old news. What? (laughs) Jennifer, you didn't actually know that. I did. I was like, wait, not surprised. Not surprised. I mean, they literally carry everything. But I did not know that that was a thing. Go chapters. On your on the lifestyle tab of what they have. Oh yeah, there's vibrators to be had there. Didn't know. Didn't know. Now I know. Now you know. Now you all know. Now you all know. Go to chapters. Go, go to, to chap- Indigo. You can get a candle, your cannabis cream, a nice book, and a vibrator. <laughs> what more do you need? Oh, well, reading socks and pajamas. Exactly. And all of those things. And you can actually buy bed sheets too. You can get fitted sheets and the flat sheets 100%. Yes. I'm actually pretty sure that they're called Wee because you know that stupid TikTok Wee, Wee, Wee that went around a couple years ago. I anyway, love TikTok. Well, I actually don't have TikTok. I, maybe I do. I don't really use it. I like to think that I could do TikToky things, but... Oh, there's no way I could. Oh, I have a couple of really good ideas, but I just don't know if I can execute. I have social media. I scroll social media. I post on social media. But it's not something I'm always thinking of. Oh, I should make a TikTok or no. oh, I should post this on. It's very scattered, mm-hmm. which you've probably seen. I'm like, I'm really active or I'm just not active at all. I feel the same. Yeah. But uh, you can also buy like plants at chapters mm-hmm. and cocktail kits. Oh. I just wish 
Chapters is like becoming like a boutique store mm-hmm. that's a chain. But I just love everything. I know. I one time went to Chapters and I didn't take my wallet in on purpose. Well, <laughs> unbeknownst there, what I didn't realize is I have Apple Pay and I have an Apple Watch. So you just tapity tap <laughs> tap that watch. So I'm like, for God's sakes, Jennifer, you leave your wallet in the car and you still spend money. Mm-hmm. Now you got to leave it all behind. I think I got to get rid of the Apple Watch. I don't know if you can do that right now, especially going into this new job. I mean, I kind of don't want to be bothered with a vibrating wrist all day. I know, but your timing. Wasn't that the whole thing that it was just a big thing about the time? I mean, I guess I could just put it on do not disturb so it doesn't bother me. That's a thing. Or use a real watch for time. See, I'd like a real watch. And you want to know what? I have a collection of real watches that's going to go to storage. Pick your favorite. I should. How do you pick just one? Yeah, that's a hard one. Good thing. I think that we've already discussed this, though, maybe outside of the van, but that you can just get a little mini storage container thing that actually goes in the vehicle, and then you can store things in there. So I'm going to be one of those people that lives out of the van. Yep. Well, it's not really, I guess it's a van, but like, I mean, you drive that nice soccer mom vehicle. It's going to be pretty great. (laughs) I like it. I do love the. I do love the car. Yes. I think the most challenging part for me for this new job is literally going to be figuring out what to pack. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope there's laundry there. They're definitely going to have laundry there. But they also don't have a uniform. And you are so ready for that. Oh, yeah. It's mountain casual or mountain business. Well, I've been living in the mountains since 2011. So yep. I think I've got this dialed in. You- I also have a Patagonia problem. So... Uh, Have you bought the coat that's in the cart that you had promised yourself that whenever you hooked up with a new job, you could buy the coat? The dusty blush pink triolette coat from Patagonia? It's time. Oh, I'm about one cider away from clicking spend. (laughs) Er, (laughs) Clicking spend. Check, please. You're the best. I'm about one cider away from clicking spend. Why don't you have another cider? (laughs) We could do this tonight, you know. Don't tempt me. Well. I just paid my credit card off. That's a great feeling. Yeah, it is. And then I took a week off. But that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to use my credit card. No. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's going to be a good winter for you. It's going to be a good one. I'm stoked with a capital S. How do you think working six months on, six months off, six months on could work? Or would you find something to potentially do between winters? Oh, I definitely have to work in the summer. There's no way. But like in all honesty, my little side gig that I had at the Clueit Brewing Company this summer was one of my favorite jobs I've ever had. Mm -hmm. If they would have me back and I found a place to live in Yuki for the summer, oh, I'd go work at the brewery again or I don't know, work at the Bosch Kong Social. I just think that... I'm less concerned about what my job is in the summertime if I continually do these rotations of contracts for the winter Mm -hmm. is that my, I use air quotes, career job is in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. And I take it easy in the summertime. It's summertime and the living's (laughs) easy. I'm thinking very positively that there's going to be so much room for growth within CMH. Oh, yeah. They've even said that to me. You know, like it's a pretty big company. Mm -hmm. There's 12 lodges in the wintertime and I believe three in the summertime. And then they have a head office and they have sales. And yeah, so I think that 
especially if they see the potential in me and like see that I'm committed to growing within their company, Mm -hmm. then I think for sure, you know, this could be a long-term thing. You know, I worked for Fairmont for a number of years. I went back to Fairmont and I kind of like that corporate, I use air quotes again, on corporate world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm kind of, like I say, I'm going into it as to it's going to be hard work. I have an open mind. I don't know. Life changes and changes pretty quickly. So I'm going to make the most of this season. And then hopefully if all goes well and they invite me back and yeah, we'll do it again next year. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of working in six month intervals right now. I just spent the last six months on the coast, which has been great. And, you know, I'm going to spend the next six months in the mountains, which is unreal. And Mm -hmm. then as of May 2022... I don't know, mm-hmm. but I'm not scared. The thing is that I'm I'm actually really proud of myself and I've spoke about this in on the podcast before is a lot of the time I've acted with impulse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, I quit my job before I had a job, um, but things have always worked out for me and I've always been reminded of the potential that I have and I don't give myself enough credit for that potential especially since I have an assist or had an assistant and, you know, kind of like mentoring her through her first job within the industry, you know, her saying to me, like, I have a lot to learn from you. And I'm kind of like, "Uh, what do you have to learn from me? But no, I've definitely been able to like recognize, you know, my strengths and my weaknesses. And I've really curated the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. And I've never really grinded that nine to five concrete jungle office job where, you know, you go to work between nine and five, you're unhappy, you go home where it's like generally I'm pretty happy. And if I haven't been happy, it's only been for like a couple of months and I've always done something different about it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say like, look after you, look after you, make sure, you know, you're happy, you're in check and really just have faith that things will work out. And always just do your best. Like I've always done my best. My Mm -hmm. best looks very different day to day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my best is physically getting myself out of bed and to my desk. And sometimes I cry three times a day. And sometimes I crush life. And I do everything in between. But at the end of the day, I'm just proud of where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I have a curious about skill sets. So I know that you have so many, you have just a a broad range of skills within the skill set that you have. Mm -hmm. I'm curious though. So I know, yes, bartending, mixing drinks, rounding out things that come with hospitality from scrubbing toilets to making beds, whatever. What's a skill set that you think will take you to the next level or that you don't have or could improve on? Um, I've actually never managed a team of people. I've only ever managed things or I've managed the overall big picture. So I'm looking forward to managing a team Mm -hmm. um, and being a leader. And I'm looking forward to being that approachable leader, the um, the relatable leader and the leader that leads by example. So I'm really looking forward to, yes, managing people Mm -hmm. versus things Mm -hmm. Um, and pushing my limits and, you know, having difficult conversations, talking about things that can kind of be uncomfortable, resolving conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like it's a very unique situation where I'm going in the sense that for the two weeks that I'm there, it is full on and it's, I'm with these people, like 
we live in the same building. We eat in the same, but like it's these people you're with a lot, like it's full on. So I'm looking forward to, you know, being that professional leader and I'd say polishing my leadership skills. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm so excited to see where this goes because I know that within even a couple of weeks after your first two week shift, I just can't wait to hear where you're at and how our things are going. It'll be a whirlwind. Uh-huh. The first two weeks, it's going to be a lot because like there's so much training, like to the point where like my role is integral in safety mm-hmm. and safety is a cornerstone of this company. You know, we're we're dealing with mountains. We're dealing with terrain. We're dealing with helicopters. We're dealing with weather systems changes. We're dealing with backcountry conditions mm-hmm. um so I'll learn some avalanche training I'll learn some first aid training I'll learn like yeah like just I don't need to say like some of the things but you know a helicopter leaves at nine in the morning with 10 people plus a guide plus a pilot and out to the field and you are skiing pure backcountry all day mm-hmm. you know there's so much safety that goes into that I just know from snowboarding at resorts you know, you duck under lines or, you know, you, even there's been times where I've been snowboarding at Lake Louise where you kind of have to like take your snowboard off and hit the crescent of where you're going to drop in and just see how the snow falls Mm -hmm. because avalanches can happen anywhere. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a much different role than I've ever had. Yeah. The avalanche stuff really, until you are backcountry and in the Alpine, you really don't, it's not real until you're actually out there. Oh, last year, last winter in the Alpine, just snowmobiling and being backcountry that way, we saw a few, nothing horrific, nothing catastrophic that actually, you know, took someone with them. But man, it puts it into perspective. And then you hear people, the longer you're in the Alpine and traveling within that community, you hear stories, horror stories. I have people that have totally, you know, been at risk of losing their lives riding out an avalanche or even one of my closest friends out here being stuck in a tree well. And the only reason she survived was because she was able to grab a branch and hold on while it filled around her up to her neck. So if her arms had not have been up, she would have been buried. Exactly. That's terrifying to me. Yeah. And like learning, it just kind of reiterates the powers of nature and even like living by the ocean where I live right now, like understanding how powerful these waves are. These waves have traveled for hundreds of miles Mm -hmm. until they break. Mm -hmm. So the power behind them. And then like the mountains really puts perspective. Like you are such a small person in the state of being in and around mountains. And like that's something that, you know, it really reminds me of to like how humble you have to be. Oh, totally. And how much respect you have to have. Yeah. Because there's this one bowl at ski louise it's called west bowl and there's so like the the ski patrol is like yeah there's so many skis at the bottom of this bowl that just collect after the season it's like people that have lost their skis and you know whatever and i've seen people i've seen a helicopter like pulling people out Mm -hmm. i've seen a helicopter like rescue people off sides of like rock walls Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it's people that aren't educated Mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. think they have all the state-of-the-art gear from Mac or REI or like wherever mm-hmm. but I'm sorry yeah sure you can have state-of-the-art gear but you need to know how to use it and I'm going to be the first to say like I would have no idea like I need avalanche training mm-hmm. even getting stuck in a tree well like I've had a few scares but like I don't know what to do right I wouldn't have a clue no well even just uh we had our avi kits last year they were gifts for Christmas 
and going out and even making sure that they're on before you go out and as a team or in, in a pair, just making sure that your avi kits are actually on, your beacons are on. Because there was actually a pro rider that passed away because he was out without his on and was buried. But because no one could find him because it wasn't on, that was his mistake. Well, and also like it's really great. Like say you and I go into the Alpine and we both have our avi kits on mm-hmm. or beacons. What if I don't know how to like if I That's don't know it. how like both parties need to know what to do. Like sure, it's one thing to get the stuff and wear it. Right. But like if I don't know how to dig or I don't know the proper techniques Mm -hmm. then we're still both in danger even though we all have so that's something that I'm really happy that CMH like um just like knowing that safety is a cornerstone like yeah so Mm -hmm. I'm excited about the things I'll learn there as well you know and being part of like a safety team Mm -hmm. being in touch with like a helicopter pilot it's like yeah we're coming in and you know just all like what that looks like. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wild too. Cause I think just the way that time has been going recently and the amount of stress that we've all been under time, both stands still and flies at the exact same time. So it's kind of like, wait a second, how are we nearing like winter, winter, like the middle of winter already? I don't understand how winter and now 2022 is right around the corner. It seems. And yet every single day, there are days and weeks that are just like, slugging by do you know what's crazy is thanksgiving weekend Mm -hmm. 2020 i moved back home to ontario moving truck and all it was october i think 11th the day i crossed the border and yeah packed up my life in lake louise and i moved to ontario and i thought it was going to be pretty permanent Mm -hmm. i can't believe how much has changed (laughs) i know yeah, it's like I'm like, okay, like I got home and yeah, like so many things have changed. Mm-hmm. And it's just like to me, I'm like, I had a moving truck. Like I didn't mess around. No. There was no plan to go back out west until there was. Until there was. And now it's going to be a storage bin. Yeah, now, now all the stuff. <laughs> wait a second. All the stuff I moved to Ontario. Well, more than only ha- some of it came back. Only what fit in the soccer mom car. Mm-hmm. And then I did an Ikea order for my 400 square foot apartment. I don't even know if it is 400 square feet. I don't think so. Maybe like 375. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Is now just going to a storage unit. And you want to know what's going to be really funny? Is when I go back to that storage unit after like six months and be like, what the hell is this shit? Totally. It's that way every time. I'm like, what have I been holding on to this for? Mm -hmm. Mary Kondo. You've got to go like the whole like tidying up, the art of tidying up. I think I have like a really, like there's a really satisfying feeling of going through stuff and just getting rid of it. I feel that too. But I also feel like I need to act on impulse. We're both very impulsive that way. But it has to be this impulse of like, I need to purge right now. Oh yeah. Like I need to be in a mood for it. Oh yeah. Because then I'm super productive. Then I'm like, no, I'm going to keep this and keep Mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, okay, we are no further ahead. It's interesting though, like going through a house fire. I only lost like a, I, I only lost the things that I had home with me at that time. But seeing my family like lose everything and then rebuild things, it's really funny where things are things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I, I don't have an attachment to a lot of things where I'm like, you know, the storage unit's going to cost me $90 a month. So by the time I'm like done, I say done with it, but like by May next year, it's like 
okay, I could have gone out and bought all this stuff again for $700, but like that gets old. But like, I'm also like, yeah, I don't need it. Like, I don't really care about that dresser. It's from Ikea. I'll buy it again. And that's kind of been my life. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm kind of getting over it. Like, I'm like, okay, like it would be nice to have a house that I'm like, yeah, I rent this out for six months of the year. One day. One day. One can dream. But until then. I need a partner to share that mortgage with. Right. <laughs> Hi, on my dating profile. Just looking for someone to share a mortgage with. <laughs> Nothing too committal. <laughs> That's an interesting concept, actually, because one of my best friends, Jess Lee, she'd mentioned wanting to split on a home with someone that you love and trust so much as a best friend and someone that you've had in your life for a long time, because then it wouldn't necessarily get messy, especially for people that are single right now that want to get into the market. How jumping in with a friend or a family member is just a, a, yeah, anyway, just a way of jumping in and getting involved as opposed to waiting, but I'm certainly not there yet. It's funny because like I had a partner once where, (laughs) another impulsive, but like, it was like, well, if we're going to spend this much money on rent a month, like, why don't we buy a place? And it's like, uh, what? And I'm like, it's just a business deal. <laughs> and it's it like, is. Jen, you like, no, buying a house with somebody like, it's not just a business deal. But I'm like, no, that's the way my mind thinks. Just get the lawyer to draw up the contract. And you know, <laughs> all the terms and conditions are stated right there. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a business deal. <laughs> like, what could I really lose? That's one impulse I'm glad I haven't acted on. Speaking of impulses. You want some pumpkin pie? I want some pumpkin pie. It's fall. I'm into it. Let's go. I mean, I'm going to have to have some pumpkin pie before the turpentine just knocks me out. (laughs) (laughs) Get another game of Catan under our belts. Oh my gosh. Okay, we should probably do that. Let's go. We have made it. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate the company. Definitely make sure that you fill yourselves up, nourish yourselves, avoid the turpentine, maybe get some tryptophan in your system, but definitely look after yourselves today. If you had a nice trip today, be sure to follow us on your podcast app and jump back in next week. Tell your friends, they'll fit in the van. We'll gas up, grab snacks, and continue down the open road next week. Cheers. Cheers.